This is BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. We report on the biblical counseling movement around the world. I'm your host, Andrew Rogers. Steve Hamm is the pastor of Hyde Park Baptist Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. He's also an OIC team member. He is dedicated to training trainers in biblical counseling around the world. I caught up with him at the 2021 ACBC Annual Conference to speak with him about his life and ministry. Steve, we're at the ACBC Conference uh, 2021 in, uh, where are we actually? Oh, Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. North Carolina. (laughs) That's right. So you're not from North Carolina. You don't Mm. quite have that accent. No. Yeah, no. but but you do this have a, you have an accent. This is a Kentucky accent. <laughs> <laughs> now every Kentuckian is offended. Um, so, <laughs> or, or really pleased. That's right. That's right. Good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because you, well, and you do ministry in Kentucky. Your your church is in Kentucky. Well, actually, my church is in Cincinnati. Oh, Ohio, you are in Cincinnati. Okay, but you know, we we the the greater region. I live just in the river, just over the river in Kentucky. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, okay, yeah. Like, so you're, yeah, you're just right there. You're straddling the border. Across the river to go to church, yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So, yeah, if you could, though, introduce yourself. Okay. Who are you? Well, um, yeah, so Steve Ham. I um, am a pastor at the moment at Hyde Park Baptist Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I love being a pastor at Hyde Park Baptist Church in Cincinnati, Ohio, with mm-hmm. the exception of trying to relocate our church building <laughs> but uh, outside of that um, everything I, I just love about being a pastor yeah. and uh, and I came into America originally I was running the international ministry for uh, Answers in Genesis okay. that ministry but the Lord put just that pastoral heart in me and I had to yeah. be a pastor and so um, and I'm ACBC certified and and I'm here at the conference and I'm talking to you yeah are uh, you enjoying the conference? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. good. So obviously, I mean, there's a sense we can assume you, mm. you definitely have a heart for the people. You have a heart for the Word, and, and you want to bring the two together, help people understand life from a biblical point of view and respond to it in a godly way. Amen. And so you love the church. You love the local church. But at some point, you, you also recognize the church outside your local church, and um, you, you have a vision and at least a heart and concern for bringing, and in particular, what we're talking about would be biblical counseling training sure. uh, to other parts of the world. So maybe mm-hmm. share with me just a little bit about how that kind of came into being, how did, you know, what transpired, kind of put that on your heart. Um, yeah, so I, I think one of, the big, one of the big things is just my drive for the sufficiency of Scripture. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've always had that, and I, and I think, um, firstly, being in an apologetics ministry mm-hmm. really drove that in me because um, so many people are looking at the Bible and and science mm-hmm. and then and and not standing firm on the clarity and the sufficiency and the authority of Scripture and allowing you know secularist ideas to invade the Bible yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I would take that apologetics um, I, w- I was developing apologetics ministries and, and helping the church with answering the critics yeah all around the world okay um, but while I was doing that, I was also being ACBC certified and, uh, and, and doing counseling in my local church. Okay. This was before I became a pastor. Yeah. And, uh, and we had a counseling event in our home where, you know, our, we needed counseling in our home and it just changed our whole, whole house. And wow. we saw that, hang on, the sufficiency of scripture is, 
it's not just on the basis of apologetics and defending the Bible. It's, it's the, the sufficiency of Scripture is truly sufficient when it's really helping impact people's lives and sanctification and going through any sort of problem you can think yeah. of. And so um, that caught me. And I found myself, um, when I was going overseas doing apologetics ministry, talking just as much to pastors of churches about, hey, you need to get onto biblical counselling as, um, as helping them and their church with apologetics and answering sceptical questions. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, it, that, that kind of just blended. That's where it was. Okay. Uh, but just seeing, whenever I, was, whenever I was in churches overseas, just giving me a greater love for what the Lord is doing, um, you get an appreciation for, hey, you know what, the Bible transcends, God, the gospel transcends mm. culture. Um, and actually the truth that we actually do help people with, with those problems, which are the same types of problems the world over, mm-hmm. um, and there's the same solution the world over. Um, and and we, just, we just love the richness of, I suppose, the cultural differences and maybe presented sometimes in, 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 in a, a different way or in a different setting, but it's the same truth, it's the same people with the same problems and and we love them so it's just got just gave me that appreciation for what is god is doing the church internationally but also wow um sufficiency of scripture ministries across the world is really powerful is that i know for me uh, that was maybe something that i marveled at uh, in part i think in a sense you read the scriptures you recognize it's universal and it's truth Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's a sense that sometimes if you're naive and you don't know a culture or something of that nature, you might think, oh, their problems are different yeah. uh, or they're unique. Uh, and they're going to require a whole different way of approaching them. And if anything that kind of struck me was in getting around to other cultures is recognize what you just talked about, uh, the transcendent truth of Scripture and the reality that while some of the particulars of experiences are different. Mm. There's a there's a fundamental truth about all humanity right. and humankind yeah. uh, that the scriptures speak to yeah. and and bring life to. And uh, and then so so now what I'm recognizing too is I think through this ministry maybe you did you just see that some of our pastors well they're some of them are struggling to come up with a defense a suitable defense for. God and His Word and the Gospel, right. and, and even who Christ is, right. uh, and um, all of that. But you began to recognize, wow, these pastors also need some help in knowing how to take the Scriptures and not only or merely apply it to a dead man who doesn't know the Lord mm-hmm. and giving him the Gospel and an apologetic for the Gospel, but now that he's come to life right. and he's growing and he's addressing and dealing with particular issues of life, recognizing the need for these pastors to be equipped as well. I think sometimes it just comes out of a question or two. Um, I can remember asking pastors, what do you do about soul care in your church? What do you do about pastorally caring for people? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And uh, those answers, they, they're kind of floundering on the, the people that I would talk to, I, I often get answers that were, well, we, we don't know, we need help, we don't understand how to care for these people, we've got so many issues here, and um, and and also just in, in, in a way some of the hopelessness of, of that, 
And so, you know, just to, just even when you just talk about one thing with them, mm-hmm. and you say, look at how the scriptures speak to this, whatever it is that you're, you're talking about, and you see that little, you know, light come on, and well, th- this is any number of, of issues, and this is why, you know, you need to start educating yourself on some of these some of these areas and I, I saw some people just get really well in, in a couple of instances and one instance that you and I both know um, in El Salvador is mm-hmm. one um, where we just saw a pastors grab onto this with both hands and now they're just have have an amazing ministry yeah it's one thing to sit down with a lay person in the church mm-hmm. and bring the gospel to bear on their particular circumstances and watch the hope be restored and watch the excitement in their lives. Mm-hmm. But I think as fellow pastors, we recognize there, there's also a particular joy to talking to a fellow brother pastor right. who's in the trenches day in and day out and watching them develop hope yeah. in the gospel. Amen. And, and recognizing that, oh, I can do this and this is what I need to be doing. And because they have such a heart for it. Uh, that when this, when they learn that, they, they just get incredibly excited. And, and there's some, that's a little contagious, just in the sense that, uh, you, you know, when you get a taste of that and you see that, you want to go back and do it some more. So, uh, I mean, is that kind of where you're at too, is kind of just this, a sense of maybe a little bit of a sense of urgency, but maybe just a sense of desire that you, you want to spend more time doing that. I do want to spend more time doing that. And, and here's the, the wonderful thing about it for me too, is um, we, know, we, we see counseling ministry as a sanctifying ministry of, that God is working in, in his people. Mm-hmm. But I have so often seen counseling ministry as an evangelistic ministry. Mm-hmm. I've so often seen people who need help, you know, find, well, okay, there's, there's actually help and hope in, in this gospel and, um, and, in, and through those processes. So what I'm excited about is, is God uses his word in justification, in sanctification. Uh, it's the same across the world. And uh, I, want, I want people to know, yes, amen. It's, I think it's part of the whole Great Commission because, you know, we're told not to go out and just preach the gospel we're to make disciples mm-hmm. uh, how do you make disciples without then discipling disciples right so that's right absolutely no, so let me uh let me just ask you a little bit about is there is there a particular country or people group that just the lord has placed on your heart well i mean there's 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 one uh there's one church as far as internationally and working specifically in in biblical counseling that we've worked with so there's mm-hmm. there's there's one church that has just been a, a beautiful um uh, encouragement in my life in the way that they have seen their need for this and picked this up and that's been in El Salvador yeah. and we've developed beautiful friendships that pastor and I are you know just like kindred spirit brothers and and, uh, and, and, and that's the beauty of it too. You end up making friends with people that are just so culturally unlike you, yeah. um, but you see the bond that you have in Christ. Uh, and so uh, we, <laughs> it was funny, we, our first ever discussion, he didn't know whether to, we didn't know whether to trust each other. <laughs> mm. Sure. And so we start talking and, but I, we, start, <clears throat> we start realizing, well, I really do have you know, we do have this thing in common where we want to trust the scriptures. We want and want our people in our churches to trust the scriptures. And 
And so this pastor said, um, I, I want to give you more of my pulpit. I want you to teach us. And that's fine. I did. Um, but uh, I wanted to develop a friendship with him. Mm. And in, through, in and through that friendship, we actually made connection with OIC. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're able to do some conferences and that sort of thing there. And they're now building counselling teams down there. And, and, uh, and that's been a beautiful thing to do. And that church... Um, that church's story is a, is a whole other issue, but um, it was a church that had m- major problems. It was a it was a it was a mega church, but there was all sorts of problems in it. And the past previous pastor left, and terrible doctrine, all of this sort of thing. But this the new pastor has come in and taken over that church and brought it. It's it's, it's almost like a reformation mm. happened in that church. Brought it back to the Word of God, uh, and in doing so. Uh, the Lord is now blessing that uh, in an in an amazing way, and so it's not just that that pastor is now preaching on the basis of, or, or he's doing soul care. They are now they they now have a soul care ministry in the entire church. They're training people in their church to counsel others, but not only that, they have an influence in the whole of El Salvador. They have pastors coming into their church, and so that's why I've been really really. Um, excited about that particular country. Yeah. It brings to life certain scriptures. Uh, the, uh, the fact of Ephesians 4 reminding us that we're of one faith and of one spirit and one father. And uh, we're sep- certainly separated, as you mentioned, by culture, uh, by language. Yep. And, uh, and, and we wish we could understand them better at times. I wish we could speak the language and so on. But there's that um, connectivity of just being born by the spirit that we recognize as a stronger bond yeah. in flesh or culture or language. Um, but then also the, the living out of, uh, as Paul would mention about not only just proclaiming the word, but then sharing with you our very own lives Amen. And, and knitting together uh, like that with people from other countries. And you know how much you love a person when um, you, there's no translators around and you sit down and you say, right, we're going to do this through Google Translate. And, <laughs> and you just sit there and you're patient with it because mm-hmm. you, just, you just love each other so much and you want to understand. Yeah. It makes a difference even in our relationships at home. We get a little more patient in our communication. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that's good. Well, uh, so Steve, you're, you're, you know, you're pastoring a church. You've got a lot going on. And in addition to that, you're being a blessing to churches outside of the United States. But... Uh, uh, any, how can we be praying for you? Um, well, um, pray that I actually will be able to. I, I would love to give a lot more to um, to helping just God's church all the way across the world to understand um, the the beauty and the wonder of um, the redeeming love of Christ even in a counselling room uh, in, in, in those settings I would love to be able to help in in just spreading this wonderful thing that has been a beautiful blessing in my life God's word spoken to me when I most needed it mm. I want everybody across the world to know that I would love to have more time to do that at the moment you know you know what it's been like in the last year yeah. with COVID and everything sure. um, a, a burden on my heart is um, I our church needs to get through a church relocation and so um, pray for that because that is a big deal in the life of our church 
um, but um, but outside of that, um, to open up more opportunity for that to happen. And we are training people for, with counselling in our own church. We're growing in that area in our in our own church, and and so um, just praying for the discipleship in just our local church and how it's happening and we're seeing some wonderful things that God is doing in the life of our church uh, through that as well. We'll be doing that. We'll be praying for you, brother. Thanks so much for your heart, um, faithfulness, and just the love you have for your own people and also for the church universal. So thank you for that. Amen. Thanks. You've been listening to BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. You can learn more about the biblical counseling movement around the world at bcworldwide.org. If you'd like to know more about the ministry of OIC, go to our website, discoveroic.org. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you'd like to receive regular updates on God's grace through biblical counseling, please sign up to be an OIC insider by clicking the Pray button on our website. You may give to the efforts of OIC through our website by clicking the Give button. I'll share with you more about God's grace next time at BC Worldwide.